0: Good afternoon. It is August third, twenty twenty one. You're listening to a little column A, a little column B, hosted by Will Emanos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are you doing today, buddy?
1: What is going on, Will? There is basketball everywhere. There is basketball. It's actually being played in the Olympics. There's all sorts of off-season stuff going on. So, of course, I wanted to start off with the fight that happened today in football teams having their first uh, padded practice and some of the teams, you know, couldn't quite handle it. They're not used to, you know, pads, you know, long off season, the giants get into a huge brawl coach, very upset because one of the reasons is (laughs) the quarterback was involved. The quarterback ended up at the bottom of the pile. They literally wear a different color Jersey for this exact reason. So the quarterback won't get hurt. So what do you think? Giant season's over. Just cross them off. Now,
0: maybe this is the start of something. Maybe, they're gonna play hard. You can. You have to care enough to fight somebody, right? It's not just all it's nonchalant. You have to be motivated to, through something. Now, the, the the quarterback is just an injury concern. You know, I don't. I, if anything, maybe it shows us toughness now that they maybe didn't have before.
1: Well, there's no, there's no video of it. There's only. I'm gonna call it a uh, tweet accounts. So. It's just you, you, you read, and they said this happened and this happened. So, take take for that what you will. I don't know how there's a NFL practice going on with no video, but maybe they were able to able to squash it. But I think one of my favorite things coming out of this is the the punishment that happened. So they get into the brawl. Okay, settle down, everybody. Well, what do you do to punish them? Well, they had to run sprints, and then they had to do push-ups in unison. Then they had to do more sprints, and then the coach was so mad that he just canceled practice early. And it's funny because that just sounds very similar to how you get punished at the high school level. But this is a few levels higher, but the same thing happens if you know, things aren't going well. It's just sprints and push-ups, and you know what? You know what?
0: You guys don't deserve to be here. You just get out of here. You know what? Go home. We'll, we'll try again tomorrow. Is this an effective approach? Then is this confirmed? Are we basically professional athletes in high school? I mean, we're following the same consequences.
1: I would just think there has to be something else.
0: Uh, what else and, is there, though? What, too, what else could you do to these? They're professional athletes.
1: The, the thing about, because the, 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 the headline's more uh, that they, they ended practice early, So I'm thinking, fight breaks out, then he's so mad, he just yells at him and Cancels the rest of practice. I don't know how deep into practice they were, so it could be they only had you know a half an hour left or something. But in my head, it's it's only halfway through practice. But then it's like, well, wait a minute. These are professionals, so this would be like work going so bad that my boss just said, you you know what, you know what? I'm tired. You know what, just take the rest of the day off. <laughs> like, what? How was how was this punishment? Like, do you think these guys are upset, or do you think they're saying, well, maybe we start a fight every day because I'm cool with getting paid for just half days and. You paid for a full day, but only working a half day.
0: Do you think it's new guys that are fighting or old guys that are tired of each other? Like are these, are these teammates that have known each other for a while or are these new guys? The names
1: that I was seeing and they could have just, you know, it's you an article. You so can't trust
0: this. At, so they're, they're all, just
1: highlighting yeah. the names that you know. So really there's, you know, some other guys were like, well, we're not going to put this rookie. That's not even going to make the team in here because that's not going to get clicks to it. But the names that I'm seeing are, uh, names I've seen previously
0: well the only reason I bring that up is that there has been a huge shuffle in NBA I'm going to transition into what's going to be kind of the main topic of the podcast here is a lot of NBA talk a bunch of moves a bunch of surprising moves I my big the most exciting thing about the draft and about this free agency right now is the NBA has just dominated our life for the past 12 months which has been exciting but I feel like Every team thinks that they are one piece away and they're really competing for a championship. And I don't know if we've necessarily seen teams be this competitive in the offseason before. And I like it. I think as a fan, this is going to be a really fun season going forward. I mean, look at these moves. Look at the, the teams, the, the rosters that have been adjusted. The new teammates are going to have to play together, the new coaches that are going to be coaching some pretty wild rosters out here. I mean, look at Chicago and all the amount of moves they made. Uh, but let's let's start with the draft. I feel like we haven't really talked too much about that. No, because it happened last week. I, I want to give Orlando kind of the shout-out of just kind of playing it safe and being like, whoa, we, these guys felt us at these spots right now. I, I really like what Suggs has been talking about. That's been fun to kind of see him actually <laughs> truly take an interest in going to Orlando, because I think much like all these other draft picks and all these free agents, the fit is everything. Like cause A lot of these guys don't work on any other roster. They only work if they fit on the roster. And I think there's going to be a good fit there for those guys, which I haven't been able to say for an Orlando team roster-wise in a really, really long time. So I'm excited for that. The uh, the, Va- the Wagner thing, apparently he's supposedly better than his brother. I know we've had a bit of a taste of that, but I don't know. I, I, I think I was pretty impressed that Orlando was able to pull this off. I like what they have going forward, and I think I think it was all worth it in the long run of uh, unloading Vucevic and Fournier, and, and as well as Aaron Gordon in the past year. I, I like this a lot more going forward. Was there someone else that stood out in the draft or are you also on board with that? I thought Orlando had a really good night. I think
1: uh, what you said makes sense of the had They had some pieces. The pieces just didn't really work together and just kind of needed a, a reset. So getting some high picks. I mean, I, I, I agree. I like the stuff that, that Jalen Suggs is saying, but I'm not sure if he's quite at that level of, I can come in and I can immediately turn things around. I think they're still going to struggle uh for for a little while i don't think this is the end it's not i'm not gonna call it the, the process with the sixers but I, I don't think they're gonna turn it around immediately i thought uh moses moody fell uh farther than i was expecting uh, i got i gotta look uh, i'm looking looking here uh so a so moves... bunch of bunch of moves like later on at the, the you know the throughout the lottery there was like no moves happening it's like what, what's happening but then in the second half of the, the 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 first round, that's when it really started started to pick up, and it was you know, you're on Twitter and just oh stuff's
0: happening. So so bringing up Moody, actually, we can do this. We'll just we'll just talk about Golden State Warriors so far this this off season. So they take Kaminga, who also I think fell a little bit. I think that was an anticipated higher pick, and Moses Moody was definitely I thought a pretty aggressive score that felt like he was going to go. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe best-case scenario, 10 picks ahead of that. Worst-case scenario, five picks ahead of that. So falling to Golden State, which a lot of people gave Golden State like these rough grades of saying, why do they draft these guys? They should have traded these for guaranteed guys. And I disagree. I I was really happy that they were able to pick up these guys. I think they're going to be perfect for this team. I, I think Moody, just given the ball, will have an opportunity to score on this team is another body and size that I think they're going to need. Look, they have the shooters. They have the playmaking. They have that. Like, they just need guys to fill out this roster. And I think so- their other signings, they got Otto Porter Jr., who, again, you don't have to love this guy, but loving you're going to love him a lot more on this roster. Uh, they got uh, Bill Litza as well, who's another guy I think could be really effective on this roster. I like what Golden State did. I don't know if anyone else is on board with it, but... Are you? I feel like I'm on an island over here. I haven't read one good thing about anything Golden State's done. They're being overcritical. It, this team's good to go.
1: It it's a unique situation where they had a couple of high picks, but they're also looking to win now, and so it was just assumed that they were going to package these together to either move up higher in the draft or more likely to try to get somebody that could help sooner. Uh. I just don't know how these guys are going to be able to help if you're looking to win a championship. It's just it, it's really hard in your rookie year if you're not well, LeBron. Someone at like the, the tippity top, you are the first pick. You are for sure going to be able to help. Uh, as well as, and this is a little more for owners, and, and they're rich and just what they want to do, but with them being in the, the, the luxury tax already, to pay these guys, it, it, I, I can't remember the exact number, but you know, it's, I think it's like 8 million around where they were, where that's going to be their yearly salary. But with like the luxury, it just gets like ramped up very quickly. But that's, like I said, that that's an owner ownership thing to deal with. And if the owner wants to do that, it's, it's their money. Go, go for it.
0: I, I think they're assets as well. You, you could trade this into something. I think you package what you just re you just signed with maybe auto Porter with maybe Moses Moody. And now you have something maybe maybe the money can match up a little bit better. I I like what they did. I I think it's going to work out. I think Golden State it it's funny that LeBron has all these playmaking abilities and is just this awesome player with essentially zero weaknesses and yet I don't think he's he's not he's not fun to play with if you're a rookie. If you're a young player, I don't think you enjoy playing with LeBron. I don't think LeBron enjoys playing with them either. Golden State, I don't know if that's true. I I think it's a little bit easier of a team flow that you can kind of jump in. I, I think you could fit into this roster a little bit easier. So having these reliable guys, I'm sure, would be much more <laughs> ideal, but I don't think they're that far off. I, I think these guys are going to be able to make an impact going in there. Well, the big news of the draft, though, wasn't all Golden State. It was really the, the trade opening up. I mean, w- Orlando isn't really the sexy thing to talk about right now. We gave them a little minute. But opening before the draft, we find out Russell Westbrook has been traded to the Lakers. And everybody goes crazy. I'm still kind of going crazy with the amount of signings that the Lakers have done after making that trade. First thoughts on the trade here? Did you think? Did you think this is even possible? Like, why would you ever put these two together? And yet, this is happening. I, I think they are better, though. They're, they didn't really give up anything that's not replaceable. Uh, do you know the details of the trade? Well, Russell Westbrook's
1: to the Lakers. <laughs> that that's for sure on uh, on that side of it. Uh, there was also the no 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 they sent they sent the their pick out uh, was our has already been already been drafted uh, they got uh, Montrez Harrell it, it, you are right though it seemed
0: like it was a bunch of role players it was Harrell Caldwell Pope uh, Kuzma Kuzma who who again these guys they they held on like they had this massive stock in like no 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 we can't trade these guys we really want him and now. They are like, the first opportunity to get Russell Westbrook, we're going to give up Kuzma. I I actually think it works out better for the the Wizards as well. They have a lot more flexibility. Again, these guys, you have a little bit more filled out of a roster. I think it's a lot easier to move any of the guys we just named versus moving Westbrook. So a win-win for everybody, but a very, very strange pairing, I think, with with LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. What is it, Is this going to work, or, or is this going to blow up in everyone else's face? Well I sure hope
1: it blows up in their face. That's what I would prefer well, as a as a, as a non non Lakers fan. But I, I can I could see the argument for LeBron can coast a little more through the regular season where Westbrook can do his Westbrook thing. And I just wonder with him playing with this level of talent, if he can if you can focus on the things that he does well and you can have him take steps back in the things he doesn't do well. So, things he does do well: great rebounder, get the assists, great motor, can get to the hoop. What he's not good at: all of the shooting. He's literally the worst like three point shooter out there like, for for the for the volume that is specifically that he's shooting. So, when you're playing with uh, Anthony Davis, with LeBron James, with a team that won the championship just a couple of years ago, are you able to control him to say? I know you like this shot. I know that you think you can make this shot. I know you want to make this shot, but you can't take it. You you got to do other things. Like, this is for the team. If you want to win a championship, this is what we have to do. And can he sacrifice those things, or is he still going to go? It's the fourth quarter, and he said, it is Westbrook time. There is a problem. I'm going to fix this by myself.
0: The the weird thing with all that, though, is don't, don't you think he's been in situations where someone has told him something like that before? And maybe, maybe he just didn't respond well or didn't know what to do. I mean, he's had teammates multiple times that are on certain caliber levels that maybe don't reach LeBron, but he's played with a lot of really good players, and I just wonder why why haven't like why hasn't that gone through gotten through to him in the past? Like, why didn't he stop shooting when he played with any of the other guys?
1: That's and that's the issue of. You keep saying over and over again, if, if, if he does this, if he does this, if he does this. And at a certain point, it's, this is what he is. He's, he's not going to change. It's past that point. And that's where I can see it just, this just is just going to explode when LeBron tells him, hey, don't take that shot. Get it to me. Get it to AD. Do this. Do this. And Westbrook just tells him to to F off because Westbrook, he's one of the few people that I think will
0: do that to LeBron. All right, well, the Lakers were busy. They we, we have a ton of signings. They have some re-signings as well. I'll start with what I think are the good signings that I'm really shocked that they were able to pull this off, but they got Kendrick Nunn of the Miami Heat. I thought that was a pretty good signing. They got Malik Monk, Kent Bazemore. I mean, <laughs> those are the, those three guys alone I think is a pretty good offseason. When you add in the trade for Westbrook, this, this is a completely new team right now that has, I think, a lot more flexible and a lot more speed and a lot more I I don't know, just a lot more a lot more exciting players. I, I I don't know if I was I was kind of phased out with the Caldwell Pope and the Kuzma. We talked about how that magic kind of fizzled out, but they also they brought in the old guys as well they re-signed Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, and Wayne Ellington. I I don't know, and Trevor Reza. I I don't know why those guys are on this roster. Can you explain that to me? I I feel like they were happy they got what they got out of Dwight, and then they were happy to see him go away. I don't know why we're opening that door all open again, again. And then the Carmelo Anthony thing, this has been lingering for years. And I think this is literally just to show how their friendship is actually real. Like, I don't think it's any other reason. I don't think it has any basketball logic at all. I think it's entirely to be like, oh, well, Melo and LeBron are always so close, but how come they never play together? You know, Melo's been a free agent so many times. And finally, they're just doing that. And I feel like they're just doing that to shut up the critics. I feel like it has... Makes no sense on the court. I don't know why they they, they think that this guy's going to fit in here.
1: I'm not sure I've ever seen a team get so many former players back.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I've. I didn't even think of that. Yeah.
1: Like, think of all the people that you named: Dwight coming back, Ariza coming back, champions uh, too. Those they, are champions. Yeah, yeah. Different. Not even the same. It's the same year, champions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I only wonder how many like does Trevor Ariza still know anybody there? Is he is he familiar with some I, of the staff? Like, has that?
1: I don't I don't think so. I, yeah, that that's been a while. Uh, Malik Monk that just came out earlier today. That one, that one just is like you finally didn't get like the oldest guy possible. Okay, uh, I know Malik. I, I remember seeing him in, in college. He played for Kentucky, so I watched him a lot, and. I always thought he was gonna out of all the people watching that or guys I watch, is like he was gonna translate to the NBA the best. He was just a, a shooter, he had size. It was you know, other guys were like, All right, well he can get to the hoop and he could beat these college defenders, but what's he gonna do when he gets to the league? He's gotta get a shot. And so he's had a couple of bright spots, but the, the, the numbers haven't come out on uh, on that one, so it's hard to hard, hard to hard to gauge. But yeah, they made made a bunch of moves. Uh, Caruso uh left. So they're going to have to have to replace him and his his defense. He was definitely uh, important for their their championship team. But I think this is all, all, all these guys around. It's just a lot of window dressing, and it's going to be a matter on, is LeBron healthy and is Anthony Davis healthy? Because if those two are healthy, they can cover up a lot of other issues.
0: Do you think the Lakers are better this year than last year?
1: Oh, only if they're healthy.
0: Only oh, if they're healthy. Well, yeah. All right. So yeah, i I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be healthy. And even if they're not, I think this roster is gonna be better based on who they're gonna end up facing. I, I think that's that's another thing. Now you brought up Caruso. Caruso is leaving them, and he's heading to Chicago, who's also had a busy little couple of days here. This, <laughs> this I didn't I didn't think this was gonna happen at all. Not only did the Bulls sign Caruso, they do two sign-in trades, which is. I guess the only way they could have brought in these guys for DeMar DeRozan and Lonzo ball, the Lonzo ball sweepstakes is still baffling to me that everybody's hunting him. Like, like he's this, (laughs) I I, I don't know. I, maybe I'm not buying into him as much. I think there is some positives to him. I just don't know if I would have traded for him. I also felt like they were so for like the, they wanted to trade him so bad that they ended up settling for this trade. I'm not sure if what they got back is really valuable. Uh. But Chicago does the trade last year for Vucevic, and now they add these pieces. You bring back what I we can only hope is a gold medal winning Zach Levine. Are we, do we have something cooking in Chicago right now?
1: Well, did you even uh, mention uh, the DeMar? DeMar DeRozan that just happened earlier today?
0: Yeah, that was another signing trade. I think that's drastically overpaid for a contract for DeMar DeRozan. I just would have rather – look at the, all the other guys these these teams signed. I think you could have found – something similar to Demar at a much better price and maybe a healthier younger version but it makes him aggressive though they're definitely they definitely I, have I a think, shot here
1: i think Alonzo, it works out uh it, it just like with, with a lot of things what the expectations are he's drafted as the as the number 2 pick so expectations are high he's with the lakers stuff doesn't work out with lebron he gets traded uh, you know away Pretty much is like, yo, we're bringing Anthony Davis. We're getting rid of all the all the young guys, and down the Pelicans, he's got like some bright spots. But I think now everyone's expectations are just way lower. So it's not well. This guy has to be like the main guy on the team. He was a number two pick. Now it's well, if he can be a starter or even a solid rotation guy, like I think that's going to be worthwhile. So just like lowering everyone's expectations of you, I think has worked out like really well for him.
0: I think they'll make the playoffs. I think if they don't make the playoffs, this is a complete disaster and you're going to have some really tough pieces. But I think I think other than DeMar, I like the Caruso signing. I, I think that guy's going to always play hard and I don't think you're really ever going to lose any games because of Alex Caruso. I just think there's an obviously right now
1: it seems like they haven't had to give up marketing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that hopefully he's he's down to stay on this cuz that could be a really interesting roster. I, I like I like all the moves they've made. Uh now some of the moves I didn't like there's two moves I didn't like. I didn't like the 76ers signing Andre Drummond.
1: Isn't it funny how the Lakers and the the Sixers swapped him?
0: I, I I mean, I don't know. I don't know what what what's the plan here? Is that hey, maybe Embiid's going to miss a whole bunch of time again and don't worry, we'll have the back of Andre Drummond so we can be forced to play this style of basketball regardless of who's around him? Like that's I I don't like it. I think that's a you, a, you
1: need a you need backup and I think Drummond as a as a backup is fine. He's still young. I,
0: I I would rather him somewhere else. I think he could be. He's he's almost undervalued at this. This is a bad situation for the Sixers and for him. I don't think either one's going to be happy with this. And the other one I didn't like. I didn't like Patty Mills going to Brooklyn because I wish the Celtics got him. <laughs> this is an awesome awesome player. Patty Mills is going to go to Brooklyn for two years, twelve million. Brooklyn also resigns Blake Griffin. 2 years 12 million and I just talked about like some of the money all these other guys made like that sounds so much more ideal to me a veteran that has a lot of experience he's played in a lot of big games he's going to play in a couple big games in the Olympics right now I would love to have Patty Mills on my team I'm bummed that we didn't get him and I'm more bummed that he's going to Brooklyn like come on like they don't even need this guy and they I,
1: kept uh they kept Bruce Brown too
0: yeah, I thought for sure he was gonna get paid way too much by someone else. I thought someone was gonna out That's what I
1: was thinking, he was a rotation guy. I mean, for sure they had injuries, so he was elevated, but I just would've thought some team would have saw, okay, yeah, he was for sure elevated and wasn't expecting him to do this, but okay, we're seeing what he's doing out here and could have got tricked into it a little bit.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 in on I'm in on Brooklyn. Brooklyn's gonna be really good. News flash. Like I don't think this is Breaking they news got James
1: here. Johnson too. Bloodsport. Oh man, they're gonna be way tougher <laughs> this year. Oh no. In case a fight breaks out, they're gonna be ready.
0: Uh, it's it's not football, all right? They don't wear pads. They don't have fights. <laughs> uh, actually, speaking of fights, I would be fighting anybody if I got traded to Sacramento. Sacramento's off season has consisted of getting Tristan Thompson and re and signing Alex Len, while taking Davian Mitchell way ahead of everything. And I feel bad for him too because I think he's a he's. He's a Mitchell. Like, how do you not root for those guys? I think they play super hard. A lot of talent. Just, just such a messy organization. I don't wish Sacramento upon anybody. I, I feel, I feel for all these guys. Just, I don't know how they ever get out of this. We, we brought up the the Westbrook trade earlier. There was heavy, heavy, strong rumors about that was supposed to be Buddy Hield for an, a similar trade.
1: That and, was the that was the rumor earlier in the day. Was that it was going to be that there was a deal in place for, for Buddy Heald.
0: I want to know what happened because I'm shocked that they didn't have a huge preference over having Buddy Heald over Westbrook.
1: It, it's two different players.
0: Very different Heald's styles. a great
1: three-point shooter, and Westbrook is not. Uh, Westbrook can, I think, play a little better defense than, than Heald can. No, 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 nothing crazy, but, yeah, it's two two different players. And I, I th- Westbrook... I mean, you already got LeBron. You got the Lakers. But I think that Westbrook gets more people to go to the, the arena than than Heald does.
0: Well, poor Sacramento. I think, once again, they're worse off than they were last year. I, I, did, I don't know how many years in a row you're going to be able to pull that off. Uh, it's la-
1: impressive how how terrible it's been.
0: It makes no sense. It just seems... Like, do they read the articles that people talk about them? About, like, why did you do this? And it's always, no, we know what we're doing. This is for the best. They're just, there's no direction at all. And that's, that's being nice. I think that's being nice. <laughs> like they have, I don't know what their goal is. I don't know if they're like, we have this. And best case scenario is we put these pieces around him because it always just feels like we're collecting random pieces that scraps that just fall over here. And we're like, Hey, look, well, we got this. And it's like, well, you're not ready for that. Like you don't need Tristan Thompson on this team. Like what good is? What is that going to do? You don't need Alex Len on your team either. Like, why are we signing that?
1: Oh well, that's a nice na- natural segue to talk about the Celtics. I'm glad to see Tristan Thompson gone.
0: I, look, he could help a right team three years ago. It's over. He had a great career. It's it's fine. This is this is okay. I just, <laughs> I don't. I'm not going to miss him. We we I'm, I am gonna I already fell in love with the the Mo, the other um is it Moses is another Moses right <laughs> the guy that we just traded the the Mavericks we had him for like two weeks in uh, in Boston oh Moses Brown Moses Brown that's who it was uh
1: I, I when I saw the uh, the the deal because Tristan Thompson is far and away the the biggest name in it and it was we we're trading away Tristan Thompson it was just like
0: awesome. Yeah, regardless like, of what it was. I don't care. Wash yeah, machine, he for sure rebounded,
1: for <laughs> and it just, I don't know, it, 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 it just never never really fit when we got him. I tried to talk myself into it a little bit, but definitely wasn't super excited at the time. It seems like we way overpaid for him. I, I don't know what the, the thought was there, but then it turns out that we're getting Chris Dunn, who I don't even know if he's healthy. I feel like he's been hurt forever. Uh, Bruno Fernando, who's pretty, pretty young, and so it like it didn't even matter, but we we got we got two guys, and we'll uh,
0: and, uh Josh Richardson
1: I think that, I think it, oh, right, cause yeah, because it got like into like the the bigger deal.
0: Have you heard the the hope for Josh Richardson yet? i'm I'm gonna sell him no, right no, now I to think you. this
1: is a, I think this is a separate deal. no, no, those are those are two different deals because this one was with the Celtics, the Hawks, and the Kings. The Josh Richardson deal was with us and the Mavericks.
0: Okay. Well, we got Josh Richardson, too. Do you want me to sell him to you? I have Yes, yes, please. I have good news. Please. You remember when Josh Richardson was really good and everybody in the league wanted him? And then he was able to get traded for Seth Curry. You want to know who was on the coaching staff when he was really good? Who? Our coach. Our current coach for the Celtics was on the Philly staff when he was really good. This is our hope for this. Oh, true. That's true. This is good news, right? I'm excited. Maybe we fix this.
1: What I did like is that he'd, um, I think he's only making $12 million. And I know in the past, we've been having trouble with, we either have rookie guys or we have max guys, but we don't, it was only Marcus Smart who kind of had a contract that was in the middle. And from what I'm told, you kind of need these guys to help facilitate trade. So if he gets moved uh, mid mid year, and this seemed like, well, initially it was pretty much, we were getting them for free. It had to do with the, the remnants of the Gordon Hayward trade exception. So it was like, all right, cool. And I would have liked to give uh Moses Brown uh, a little run and see, but it really seems like he is just the same player as Robert Williams. And we
0: don't need two of those guys. Yes. Yes, you do. When one of them can't be on the court, that's why you need two of them. He's never healthy. No, but he's not.
1: He's not nearly at the same level as as Robert Williams is. He was putting up some stats for OKC, where that's just a glorified G League team.
0: I had I had high hopes. I I'd already pre-ordered the jersey. I was really disappointed that he was just kind of throwing in the deal there. And and a part of me is worried that that it was almost getting into the psyche of, of Robert Williams too of being like, oh no, they brought in this guy. I really need to kind of get my stuff together here because. I think I am better than him, but I don't need anyone else to see some highlights from Moses Brown. I I'm a little shocked that Marcus Smart is still a Celtic. I w- I felt like the Lonzo Ball we, deal was out there. We,
1: we need a we need a point guard. He's the closest one to a point guard.
0: I think I would have done the Lonzo Ball deal if that was out there. I this is another rumor. You that- want to pay
1: him twenty plus million a year?
0: I think I would have. Yeah, I think I. I like Oof. you. You said a lot of good things about him. I, I. We need a point guard. I don't think he's a terrible defender, so we don't drop off too much with that. The shooting is an issue, but I. I like the playmaking ability. I. I think we need something like that. Like who makes plays on our team right now? Who is gonna have ten assists a game? We. We have two guys that want the ball, and this guy's gonna get you the ball in the right spot. I, I think that's a decent fit for our team. And at least he's not like a drastically undersized Isaiah Thomas, Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving either. He's he's a little bit bigger. I think he's a little bit stronger. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm, I'm just over the Marcus Smart thing. I was shocked we haven't moved him yet. I'm not sure if we are going to move him. It doesn't seem like that rumor is ever going to stop, so I don't know when to stop believing it, really. It just feels like by February he's going to get moved.
1: I mean, they, they keep talking. To, it's always it's always out there, but I think it's just because he's got that middle contract that no one else has.
0: Yeah. All right, Miami Heat. They were busy. Whew. They win the oh, Kyle Lowry. They win the Kyle Lowry sweepstakes, which again, I I don't know why everyone was fighting for this so much, especially when you look at the the price tag attached to it and the the Chris Paul age range of it. This whole thing is just I don't know why we're paying these guys. I'm, I'm very shocked that they think. These are deals that have to be made. But you know, for the for the year being, it's a decent move. I don't know if this makes them drastically better. They they sign PJ Tucker. They re-sign Duncan Robinson to some big, big money. As well as they supermax and extend or whatever Jimmy Butler as well. Miami Miami's spending some money. I this is I don't know how these guys always end up with these uh kind of veteran and you know additions. <laughs> every off season like this, but I don't know, maybe Miami's back. I, I don't, I don't know if it's quite enough when I look at some of the other rosters out there, but you know, they're not, <laughs> I think they got what they wanted. If, if, you, if you feel like these are the goals that they had this off season, they accomplished that so far. Are, are you buying into it? Is h- how much better is Lowry than, than Dragic? I'm not sure. I thought Toronto making it a sign and trade was really smart. I would they get pressure to Chua, that was what yeah. was that? A number 5 pick last year for a guy that was going to leave anyways. I, even just getting that alone would have been worth it. Well, and was he
1: going to leave anyway.
0: Oh, oh, you oh, you know you mean tragic
1: or or you mean you mean Lowry leaving yeah. oh, I, I such thing.
0: You know, Lowry was going to leave anyway, so being able to do a sign and trade and Hunter, you're like, "Oh, I'm going to get a number five draft pick, yeah, I'll I'll take that. That sounds good. And then it's like, well, we kind of don't have a point guard either. You want to throw in somebody? Oh, a veteran point guard, Drogic? Yeah, I, I guess I'll take that. That that's. I thought I thought Toronto did. You know, I thought Toronto had a pretty good off season here too. I don't know what they're gonna do with Siakam. That seems like a trade that's also more than likely gonna happen. A couple destinations being rumored out there. But I, like I said, Lowry, I wouldn't I wouldn't have paid that. That much for like if the if Miami if the Miami Heat don't win in the next two years that contract is like terrible. It's
1: thirty million a year, and he's thirty five now, so he's going to be thirty eight at the end of it, and he's only six feet tall. I I thought he was more on the like on on the decline of like, th- this seems great for him.
0: I I I would have. I thought he was going to go somewhere else and have a much smaller role. I'm shocked. of. I feel like he's going to have a big role in Miami, and I don't know if he's going to be able to do that. Like, I don't, you think Chris Paul is ready for another workload like he had this year?
1: Yeah, that's another one. Four years. That was a surprise. I thought he was going to – he, he was for sure going to get paid, but I was not expecting them to lock him in for four years.
0: I, I just – I look at Chris Paul in the finals, and – I think he's a way better player than Drew Holiday, but I wonder how many other guys in the league are looking around like, you know, maybe I can just be like a defensive player like Drew Holiday and just beat up all these old guys cuz by game 6, man, he was worn out. He had nothing left. I w- I would attack Larry, I would attack CP3. I would just wear out these guys cuz I think in the playoffs essentially they're just not going to be able to get all the way through. I don't I don't know if I can count on them to make it to a game 7 of the NBA finals. And isn't like that's the whole point? It's almost like they're going to be happy with just almost getting there or, or, you know, running into this obvious barrier right now where it's like we're going to have an issue with him getting worn out. I don't uh, know.
1: Maybe Chris Paul also will be getting paid at $30, 30 million a year, which makes the rumors of him going to the Lakers in some sort of, oh, well, you know, he wants to play with LeBron, he wants to win a championship, like he'll take a pay cut. <laughs> just. No. no. I.
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> get your money right. Get getting the yeah. money. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. I, you know, what? I can see LeBron in the off season. I can see him on my off days. You know, yep. We're sure friends, but I'm I'm gonna get paid the most amount of money I can.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of money being spread around, but the more money I see spread around right now, the more I get excited about the amount of teams that are really trying to compete this year. Like doesn't it feel like there's ten teams right now doing everything they can? Like the Bulls even are being super active. Like that, I think that's exciting. While watching a team really go for it, you you might as well,
1: right? you yeah. own a basketball team, might as well try to win.
0: Ah, uh, it's, it's 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 exciting. I think it's going to be a good, good upcoming season. And we don't even have to wait that long. We're already in August. It's it's coming.
1: Yeah, that that's been that's been great. Where with the, the season ending and then the trade and then uh, I mean, yeah, we're basically fast forward a, a a month because normally the free agent signing starts like around like 4th of July and it's August 3rd today. So you're, you're exactly right. Of I, I mean, hard knocks starts next week. I mean, I'm joking about football, <laughs> but football, like there, it's not, Optional practices now. I mean, there, there's it's actual practice. So, I mean, preseason games are going to start not that far away. So, you know, we're it, once football starts, it's very easy to get to basketball again.
0: All right, we're going to talk some Olympics, but before we do that, let's wrap up uh, all the NBA topics. With there, there was a rule change in this this upcoming season. I actually don't even know what it is. You you told me to write this down, and I, I I'm not even sure what it is. What what rule change is happening?
1: I'm sure you must have saw this. Uh, The NBA is going to implement rules to limit fouls on non-basketball moves. So this is trying to get rid of the James Harden, the the Trey Youngs of I'm dribbling towards the hoop and, you know, there's a defender on my hip. And so the natural motion would be for me to go up and try to make a layup, but I am going to just, unexpectedly to the left into the defender i've created all of the contacts but nope it's going to be a you know it's a foul on the defender so any of the, the the leg kick out is this uh, the swing
0: through as well or you just have your hand out and you just swing both hands up as you shoot like an awkward
1: well i think i think it's similar to i i, I feel like it was like durant that really mastered that if you have your hand out
0: Yeah, if you, if you have your hand out as a defender, Durant will just swing his arms into a motion where your hands will just come across his, and he'll just shoot it over you, and he'll get the foul every single time.
1: It's- but they, they got rid of it saying, yep, it's a foul, but it's a non-shooting foul. So I think it's going to be something similar to this. Of uh, I I think I saw it was going to be like, if you're the offensive player and you initiate the contact, it'll most likely be a no call or an offensive foul. It won't be you are rewarded for, you know, pushing off with your arm or hooking with your arm or doing any sort of weird, like, I don't want to call it non-basketball things because these guys are really good at it. And they said, these are the rules. I'm playing by the rules, but I'm going to take full advantage. And I think it's it's going to be good. I think we're seeing it in the Olympics that I want to see basketball stuff, not trickery.
0: Well, it is all right, so it's it's funny. When when I was playing a lot of basketball in San Diego, I played in a league, and I played pickup ball. And I played both of them, like, frequently a lot. Very, very different. The league had a referee. The pickup ball obviously did not. It was you call your own fouls. And what you would see constantly in the pickup game, though, is you would you would definitely have people that would, if you had a mismatch truly, you would just, you know, hack the other guy. if you were a small guy and a big guy, you would just hack them endlessly. But most of the time all of the plays when you're going towards the basket you didn't want the foul you just wanted to get the shot off kind of you know because there wasn't a reward of of getting free throws you would just check up the ball at the get at the beginning of the, yeah. the next play so you're always trying to score now the problem i think in these leagues is you're you're what you're trying to eliminate with this rule is the plays where you're really not trying to score you're trying to get the foul and yeah. and that's not basketball that's that's gamesmanship i'll give you that all right it's, it's, these are the way the rules are this is the reward of it I don't think I can make the layup, but I think I can get fouled a lot more frequently and consistently, and I am a really good free-throw shooter. So I, I put pressure on the other team of, of being in foul trouble, and I get easier open shots. And, and as well as and I get a break. break. Yeah, you get a break, yeah. too.
1: <laughs> yeah, these guys that we're talking about, they're not the uh, 20 minutes a game. They're... You, you. I mean, no one really plays 40 minutes anymore, but, you know, the the, the, the mid-30s.
0: But So hopefully we get closer to guys making more basketball plays playing basketball and not necessarily kind of this chessboard refereeing game. That's it's so unrelated to what we're trying to, the talent we're trying to measure out there. I mean, the Olympics, I think it's going to be
1: more fun. It's going to make the the product more watchable and that's going to be good for, for everybody.
0: For sure. Also with the amount of replays and all of this stuff too, I, I think, seeing this not be rewarded constantly is going to be so much better the, the highlights on social media of watching all of these because re- they get they get these highlights because they're highlights they're they're positive offensive plays but they're just not fun to watch I, I don't think i think it'll be so much better going forward uh but speaking of the olympics i i really have <laughs> i've kind of been all over the place i can't say i've seen any I, I don't know any names all right i've seen some cool stuff maybe you can fill in some details if you know it Maybe if you're a listener and you're like no that's so and so you don't know what you're talking about yeah that's that's probably right because we're not olympic experts here but track and field track and field's great in the olympics i i love watching the races whether it's the hurdles the triple jump the high jump did you did you see the high jump with the the two guys they they both like peaked as high as they, as they could and the they essentially go into overtime and into a jump off and the judge comes over and says you guys are you you get like three jumps more or whatever each and they both were like i don't think we can jump any higher is it okay if we both accept the gold he's like well i can't if you both agree to it you, we can but i can't like he, i can't encourage you to do this like I, I want you guys to continue to jump but they were both like no, you're no. To try to do your best yeah I, you could see the judge like kind of struggling to be like well I, you're not supposed to you're not even supposed to offer that and i i, I yeah. mean i now that you've brought it up i kind of have to say like yes you can do that but Don't you, don't, don't one of you guys want, (laughs) I don't know if this happens in any other sport, but I think in high jump, it does make some sense. I mean, if you jump as high as you can, I mean, we're just going to go trying until I can suddenly jump higher. I I don't know. I don't know if that's how that works. I don't know if you get better (laughs) at jumping the more you jump. And also in the matter of seconds after your highest jump, you think you've ever done yet. Uh yeah, uh, are you yeah, okay yeah, with the, the tie, though? Is it is, is we get, technically they both got two gold medals. I don't know if they keep a backup gold medal somewhere, but is that is that how this works?
1: I would have preferred they they at least try because you say it, it's unlikely, but it's different from a race where you got to get it all set up and you got to clear the track with the field events. You're kind of in your own little area, and. I don't know how much time in the Olympics you get between jumps, but it seems like you could have at least given it a try. And I don't think it's super dangerous, uh, you know, which is good, I guess, in general with, with the sports. So it's not a, oh, well, you know, I could I could injure myself here, like maybe uh, like like pole vaulting or, or something like that, or even, even some of the, the, the gymnastics events where this was just like, well, g- give it a try. I, I, I'm always for more competition. You know, I, I don't like ties. So I would have preferred they uh, they jumped against each other, but I can also see the. Well, I could just lock in a gold medal, and depending on what country you're from, yeah, the payout definitely. on those are, are are pretty good. So I could see just you know what lock, lock this in. I, I'd like to say I'd I'd go for it to have it all to my own, but you know when you, once you get in the in the moment there, it's I would like to have a gold medal, please. These don't these opportunities don't come around very often.
0: I guess I'm more looking at it as a true exercise measurement where it's like, all right, I just bench pressed as much as I can. And then the other guy's like, well, I did the same thing. And he was like, well, do you think you could do more? And you're like, no, I, I, no, like that, no, that's it. Like that's, that's as much as I well, can lift right now.
1: <laughs> there's gotta be some sort of option where I would think I'm, I'm only basing this off of the very little high jump that I did in, in high school, which was, I think it went up. It's like, you can, it's unique where you can just jump in like they start low and as they go up. And so if you know, Oh yeah, I can make this height for sure. You don't have to jump at the lower heights and, and wear yourself out. But I'm thinking once you get up to like this, this max height, I'm going to call it. If you were going up by inches before, or maybe you're down to half. Can't you just, just, you don't go up that much higher, you know, just, just a smidge higher where it's like, well, I got it before. And like you said, you made it the bench press uh, uh, comparison do you think you could do 10 more pounds? No, no way I could do 10 more pounds. It's like, do you think you could do one more pound? Like maybe one more pound, you <laughs> know, <Just> go for <laughs> it.
0: I, I, I don't think, I think these guys have trained to the point where I think they know they can't do one more pound. Is it their Olympic it, they, athletes. Maybe you right. It, it is the Olympics. I I wonder every time these guys set world records, I wonder how many times in practice they've, they've done that. And it really means nothing in practice because it's, there's so many yep. different elements and all of that. But I wonder how many of these racers, swimmers, even the gymnasts, I'm sure they have some awesome routines that they do flawlessly in practice. And, and, and none of it matters. But I, I just, I feel like in high jump, you can kind of confirm like, all right, yeah, I've been practicing at this for a long time. I can't jump any higher. I've yet to do it. And trying it out right now just seems like a waste of time when I could just take the gold medal.
1: I would think that these athletes do set the records in practice and then it's harder in competition would just be my guess just because you just do practice so many more times so there's just so many more opportunities than in the actual competition
0: but i, I really don't know all right zach you you were a racer you you did some running some short racing you did some hurdles mm-hmm. you ever been ahead in a race and look over your shoulder You ever been ahead enough to do that? Because I'm seeing that frequently right now where I don't know if they're actually looking to see if there's anyone near them or if they're looking to be like, Oh man, I'm way far ahead of you. Is this trash talk? Are you all right with it?
1: Well, I, I didn't race any longer than, than, than a lap. So even if you're in the lead in the, the longest I would have ran would have been a 400. You're not really ahead by, by very much. And my primary races were, were hurdles. And as you might be aware, the hurdle, it's just basically an obstacle. So you really want to keep your eyes forward on the, the obstacle coming up. So I don't remember ever really looking back so much because it was just a, it, it, it doesn't really matter what the other person's doing, where they are. I just have to focus. I'm still trying to run as fast as I can. And so if they're catching up to me, well, I'm already running as fast as I can. If they pass me, I'm like, there's no other gear to go to. I'm already going as fast as I can. And just looking back is just, I feel like it's one of those things where wherever your head goes, you.
0: Yeah, I I do want to shout out just the general production of the of the Olympics. I love all the camera angles. I love the slow mo. I love being able to watch these races from a distance and then up close. And then I, I think they've done a really good job showing all of that. It's it's very exhilarating. It's a race. It's happening quick. I like that. There's heats and all that, and they kind of give you a quick little brief thing. Uh, it's it's a good production. I, I've been enjoying the Olympics so far. Now the channel searching is still an issue for me. I, I still got problems with that. I've,
1: did the got, uh, did the app work for you?
0: The app the app does work, but it's there's just so much going on, and I just I'm really just trying to digest as much as possible, and yet I, I find I find I just I never know as much as I want to know, and that's just I got kinda, I got, got
1: a. Um multi-million dollar idea for you. I don't know how we're able to implement it, but I think y- the situation you're in is the situation I find myself in, and I have a solution for it. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. It's red zone for the
0: Olympics. Bill- billion dollar idea.
1: Billion right? dollar.
0: Billion dollar idea.
1: Probably is billion dollar. I would pay for it, because I was watching on Friday night. Friday night. It was kind of a low-key night. Like, you know let's, let's watch some of the Olympics. Well when I go to that app that I told you about uh I can find some of the scores and things there but the problem is is that there's I don't know 50 events going on so to like go through and look it's different than say on a on, on a Saturday during college football or college basketball you can just go to the page and there could be a lot of games but a lot of games is like double digit games maybe there's you know 12 going on you kind of look and say all right which one's in the fourth quarter what's close okay this is what i'm going to want to watch but then my problem is is then once i go to the app to find what's going like what i can watch on the app that just tells me the event and what time it started so one of the events it's like oh usa uh somebody in uh in volleyball oh let me try to throw that on by the time i turn it on well that's ended okay you know what this this is too difficult let me just watch the the prime time with mike Tarico have him you know, walk me through it. Well, and the problem with that is some of the stuff is live. Some of the stuff is already happened. And so it's, it's not even like catching you up the way red zone does it. This happened two minutes ago. It's no, this happened 12 hours ago. It's like, yeah, yeah. I I knew about this. I woke up this morning and, and saw this news and ton of commercials and they're doing some, uh, character pieces, you know, here's this person and, Here's like the struggle they got to make it. And I know some people really like that. I'm not really looking for that. I'm looking for live sports. So we need I need something in the middle. I don't want to be the one that has to find all the things. I want it a little more than what Mike Tirico is doing. And that's when it you know dawned on me. Red zone. So that way it just keeps going to oh handball's coming down and late fourth. All right, we're going. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if they play quarters or hats. They go to that. Oh, it's gonna be the the 50 meter swim final. Okay, throw that on. That only takes like a minute. You, and just you got
0: Scott Hansen equivalent just <laughs> I'm re- jumping around. I'm ready for the quad uh, box. Let's do it. I'm ready. I I want to see yeah. a race in one corner. I want to see a shot put in the other. Let, let's let's do it. I wanted to-
1: right. I I I think it it's, it would it would be tough, but I think you could do it. And you would for sure. You wouldn't nail it as well as I do for football, just because there are so many events going on. So you try to tailor it towards what finals are going on, but. Yeah, I, I need something in the middle, and I I'd, I'd be willing to pay for it. All right,
0: that... Do you want to know why this would be actually easier to do too? You're all under the same network right now. Like the 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 impressive part of Red Zone is being able to essentially use two networks and show them both on another network. With this, True. you're all you're all under NBC. You're all under the same umbrella it's already. It's all regional. Yeah. You're not you're not stealing from anybody. If anything, you're stealing from yourself. And it's like, yeah, we're let's just spread this out on as many channels as possible. Look at the viewership. And that's we can what I'm capture. saying.
1: Like, they for sure want to get all their commercial revenue, but I could see it being, uh, you know, they figure it out. And it's just like, hey, for 50 bucks, you get all of the Olympics, you get the the, the the red zone version of it.
0: And I think you just get creative with the ads like they do in red zone. Or you charge for the red zone. There you go. You're that's, abs- that's what I'm saying. You're I, abs- I would free right this. now. But you can get $5 for a month or $10 for the month of, of Olympic red zone. Now, now you're getting money you didn't even have before that, for the content you're already showing you just need to pay someone else to to organize it which i already know there's someone in a control room right now doing that because like i said every channel you turn to it's showing three different events you just don't know what time it is and they're just probably hitting the switch on each one of them
1: i i agree i think that there's a, a huge opportunity i've been hearing uh hear, hearing people complain and just saying like i don't know where to find these events and it has been tricky if you just have traditional cable, just there's so many events you can't put, you don't have enough channels, but as we're getting more and more to streaming, it seems like it should be an option similar to what we've talked about with the uh, different announcers of, you know, different levels of how into it you'd want to be.
0: Yeah. And you could even have international versions of it either. Now, now you're gaining a, a different audience as well. Now you've got different languages and it just, there you go. It it seems it seems like a great idea.
1: There you go, NBC. You're set.
0: Yeah, it'll never happen. Although we are uh, we're in LA in two Olympics, I think. I think in oh, eight really? years. I think we're in LA. It may, maybe maybe three. I don't know. We're coming to LA though. I'm pretty sure.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, we'll see see what happens. It'll be. Uh, I, I saw the the winter one, which is weird because it's going to be like in almost, almost six months, but that one I believe is in China. So we're going to be in a similar situation to this one of you wake up and the events are ending. And then just as you know, you're going to sleep is when the events are, are starting and you end up what we did last night of the U S uh, men's basketball team, which for, for me is definitely the team I care the most about. And they tipped off at what was it? 1230,
0: 1240.
1: Yeah. I yeah, couldn't so do like,
0: it. I tried. I really tried. I just I couldn't even make it. It was already like twelve, and I had one eye open, and I said, "Nope." If it was twelve thirty, I would have made it, but I was a half hour yeah, away yeah, from it, being like, "Nope, this isn't been, worth." Wh- I knew what was going to happen when I was that tired at midnight. I was like, "The forty minutes are going to go by. This game's going to start, and I'm going to fall asleep immediately." And now I'm just going yeah. to f- I'm going to be on the couch watching, not even watching this game, just sleeping during this game, and I'm going to wake up at the end, and then I'll be mad that I missed it. Because I slept on the couch for an unnecessary amount of time. <laughs> uh, did didn't oh, happen. I, me. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't even I didn't even pretend like I was gonna make. I I woke up this morning and I checked my phone and I feel like I had an you more than the normal amount of notifications in the morning and then uh, immediately was like oh no oh no and then was able to go through and saw that we had we had won that there was a little bit uh you know we we were down by ten but you know per- persevered and was like okay good
0: we're not gonna win. I don't think we're gonna win. I still don't think we're gonna win. I think Luca's gonna win. Durant seems uh,
1: he seems to be taking it very seriously.
0: I think he, it'll be a fun duel. I I hope we get it. I think Durant versus Luca. This is this is the game we we want. That's the game I'll stay up for. Uh, that's at 3 o'clock, whatever, midnight. I don't care. I'm 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 staying up if that game's on. I'm gonna find a way to watch it. I may even watch these other games. Might be good too. Who we got left? I think uh, France is left. I think Australia is left.
1: We play Australia, so it's Slovenia and France. Uh, I think those games are on Thursday, but I don't know the. Uh, it's uh, all the, right. The, so the it's, timing.
0: It's Thursday, so it, I guess it's technically like Wednesday night because it's Thursday at midnight. Is the is the first game, and then the other one's Thursday, I think, at seven a.m. something like that. Uh, so technically tomorrow night, I guess, or in, in Thursday morning. <laughs> it's all very confusing. Uh, you know what I will say about all these Olympics, and I I love watching them live. It, obviously, it's it's way more exciting to watch them live, but they do make really good social media content of being thirty second races, twenty second races. It's it's just an easy scroll. Like, all right, I saw everything I needed to see, and I. I, I just I just swiped up and down to to, to find it. I, I think that's kind of an underrated thing that a lot of these sports do struggle with. I mean, you have highlights, obviously, but you can never watch an entire basketball game in twenty seconds. Like that's never gonna make any sense. You can watch one play, but mm-hmm. I can see a whole race in twenty seconds.
1: I, yeah, I I agree. I, I think they uh they they came out kind of right before the Olympics and really pushed the. We will be doing the highlights. Do not send anything on your own. So that's been disappointing. Where the the NBA has been really big on you got a highlight, sure, share it. We're not going to try to hit you with copyright infringements or anything. Just we want you sharing it. And I don't know why the Olympics doesn't want us sharing more of this. Like you said, you could see a whole race, you know, on a on a little Twitter video. Where it, like you said, you can't do that for for a basketball game.
0: It, it is funny if I. If I see an athlete and I click on their social media and they don't even have the highlight I'm looking for, it's like, well, what's the point of this? I <laughs> I just saw you win a race. I can see a lot of other things about you, but I can't see the race on your own page. Yeah. That that's that seems yeah. like a, a wasted opportunity there. That, that should be.
1: Oh, uh, one thing that I saw that is good with with the Olympics and kind of combines two of our sort of worlds together is the the name, image, and likeness that we've talked about for the college athletes. The American college athletes who in the past, when they went to the Olympics, would have had to uh, go pro. Well, now that it's based off their name, image, image, and likeness, they're able to stay in school.
0: Nice. That's, That's a big swing there.
1: So one of those like I'm not really plugged in so much on those, those sports. So, you know, I'm, I'm mostly on the, the basketball and the football. But it was cool to, to hear that and say, oh, okay, here, here's another avenue where what the NCAA was doing was just crappy. Uh, specifically, I saw it for uh, uh, Sunisa Lee, who uh, I can't remember which... I think she might have... I I, no, I don't remember. She won one of the, the gymnastics events. But when you win a gold medal you you do get compensated financially but the ncaa says you but previously well you cannot be financially compensated because that would may turn you from an amateur into a professional and it costs money to go to these olympics you're got to be able to scrounge up money it's like you weren't even able to come up with like a gofundme to get just a plane ticket but like you, you need money to travel so it's awesome that you know you're in school you also want to go to the olympics and you're able to go to the olympics but then in the fall you can still go back to school you can still play for your team and i think that's just an awesome step forward for uh the name image and likeness for for something that i didn't didn't even think about
0: i think it makes sense it makes sense it's a great idea i like it i like it good for them congratulations i'll watch more olympics i'm sure we'll have more nba news maybe boston does something i don't know We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. We, can we? Can we? Live in the old days?
1: Well,
0: little column we?